Welcome to Battle of the Mind. My name is Taylor Masusi, and I'm here to help you address your limiting beliefs, manifest your dreams into a reality, and find tools that work for you. If you're here, it means that you're ready to kick your inner critic to the curb, step into your authentic self, and find your superpower. I'm here to help you unpack your past as it reflects into the future, find and use tools to support you, and become the badass that you are. Think of this podcast as your go-to self-care formula for all things growth, empowerment, awareness, mindfulness, and so much more. I'm here to help you step into your power. If you're ready for abundance, alignment, and acceptance, then this is the right place for you. Welcome to Battle of the Mind, and let's get started in today's episode. Today's podcast, I knew it was going to be heavy, and little did I know it was going to get heavier. This episode is going to be completely and utterly uncut. Most of them are, but this one is going to be no filters. It's all out in the open, and I did experience getting triggered on the podcast. So you guys are going to hear firsthand um, what it's like working through being triggered. Um, Some of the language used by our guest she did not know was triggering for me. So right in the episode, I had to design in like, hey, this word triggers me. Let's not use it on the podcast. Um, So Thank you to the guests for being so open and showing up as her most authentic self, being vulnerable, sharing with you guys, and letting me be the platform to do that. Hey guys, we have Keely here. Keely, if you could introduce yourself to the listeners, just tell them who you are and what you do. Um, Hi, my name is Keely Dempsey. I'm actually Carmen's sister. You remember her from a couple episodes back, but I am 24. I work as a server in a restaurant. And I don't have kids, but I have a dog. <laughs> we love our animal uh, animal parents. He's <laughs> only my baby, so he should count. Oh, yeah, definitely. So before we get started into this podcast episode, I love to start with an icebreaker question. This one's going to be a little deeper one, so you can take as much time as you need to answer. But what is the best piece of advice you have ever been given? Okay, so I kind of wish I remember who said it to me, but I have no idea. But I remember, like, a few years ago at one of my old serving jobs, somebody said something along the lines of, like, whenever you're setting your goals, set them way higher than you actually want to achieve them, because then you'll always be searching for more. And then each step of the way you get to, like, the highest goal you could set, you'll feel a level of achievement. Mm. So it won't be like, oh, I got this one small goal. Well, that's it. It'll be like, oh, well, this is the first step. And then what's the next step? And then what's the next step? Mm. And it like creates the hunger to get all of the achievement that is possible out of yourself. Mm. I love that. I don't remember who said it to me, but... (laughs) I love that. It's like the, the momentum piece of like one step closer, one step closer, one step closer I'm big on the what's next part so that's I was like ding 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 (laughs) that's me I'm like chasing 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 
Yeah, so it's almost like the opposite of like, oh, don't set goals you can't attain. But it's like, do set goals that you can't attain. Because mm -hmm. they will always be working for like the next thing and you'll never become like stagnant. Mm -hmm. You'll always be like asking yourself, what can I do to get to the next part? And then mm -hmm. you'll just keep going and going and going and going <laughs> until I will forever. Say... And then... <laughs> There is a piece off of that, though. It's, like, always have, like, a big goal, but then something that I feel like gets forgotten is, like, having minier goals. Like, you have the one big goal, but then you got to have, like, the the sub-goals under that, and then the to-do goals under that, and then under and under and under. Mm -hmm. So then you can do that, like, py pyramid piece of, like, reaching <coughs> it to the top, but then there's another pyramid and another pyramid. So, yeah, <laughs> love that. I'm very neurodivergent so if I only have one thing to get to and it sounds like this big crazy thing get very discouraged like oh I could never do that I'm never gonna make it but if I have like little pieces along the way just little steps it can be like the smallest thing of like mm -hmm. oh I got out of bed at 9 a.m instead of 10 a.m what a win for me mm -hmm. and then it just creates the like the domino effect of oh well if I start the day off good no matter what it is then everything will be good and follow. Mm, yep. You, you're hitting, like, so many touch points. It's like a good day always starts with a good morning, which starts with a good night. So it's, yeah, just the domino effect of, like, everything, setting yourself up for success, which kind of is perfect to switch gears into our topic. I love that you brought this topic forward with me um, when you wanted to come on the podcast with trauma. So we're focusing on the triumph over trauma in this episode, which is perfect after the episodes I released right before this one. So I'm going to start with um, asking you, what does trauma mean to you? Okay. So first and foremost, before I answer that, I did just want to mention that all of this like talking about stuff like this and talking about my traumas in general is so easy for me because I'm in therapy mm -hmm. and it was easy for me before I started therapy but like I cannot stress enough how much I recommend therapy mm. like how much it truly does so good for you when you want it to and I've only been in therapy since September and I am a completely new person mm -hmm. like I trust my therapist with my life which like as you should but, like, I cannot recommend it enough because I only even have, like, the vocabulary to put this kind of stuff into words because I work with her. Mm. So to answer the question of what trauma is to me, I think, to me, it's nothing, like, big. I feel like so many people think that trauma has to be this, like, ginormous event or, like, this super, super heartbreaking thing. But to me, trauma is anything that makes you stop in your tracks and reevaluate your life mm. or reevaluate the world in general. Mm. So anything that happens to you or is said to you or is done to you that makes you go, oh my God, my life will forever be different from this. Mm. Yeah, I like the way you said that. Like I recently have come to the terms of like big T <clears throat> and little T of trauma. Um, and that was exposed to me with Gabrielle Bernstein's book, Happy Days. It talks all about trauma. And um, I was like, oh, yeah, like, these are some things that I would define as trauma, but, like, nobody else would. So, like, I just would pretend it wasn't 
trauma or anything, but it's like trauma comes in so, so many different shape, ways, or forms, and the way you explained it was very unique. I've never heard that explanation before of it's just like where your mindset just shifts. Like, and it's not in a good way. It's kind of like in that negative way, like tearing you away of your original beliefs. Like for me, I guess I would say it tears you away from the side of love. Um, I wouldn't say love, but maybe innocence. Yeah, innocence. It's like we're all born, 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 very innocent in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Like we have to be taught everything, mm-hmm. which like side with, that's why I think like hate is taught. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't know that when you're born, but that's why it's so difficult for when little kids go through trauma mm-hmm. versus going as an adult mm-hmm. because it changes everything you lose a little bit of your innocence you lose a little bit of your like like the fun of like oh life is always great mm-hmm. because the reality is it isn't but there are ways to learn that life isn't always great without trauma mm-hmm. I think it just like it just like rips you away mm-hmm. in such an unnatural like progression mm-hmm. and that's why it hurts so bad you just like smack into a wall mm-hmm. so starting with trauma what is your journey with trauma like when did you identify with it and what was the journey after identifying hey this was something <clears throat> that was really traumatic um it's it's crazy because when I originally would think of like oh what's like the first trauma that ever happened to me Mm-hmm. My first immediately immediate thought is losing my grandmother, and it's because I lost her at 16, which is incredibly young. Like I didn't even know who I was, let alone mm-hmm. let alone who my grandmother truly was. And I knew even then that losing her was just life ending. Like everyone that knew her, it was kind of life ending mm-hmm. for. And the more I think back of it, I. Th- I think the biggest trauma that like happened to me the first one I would say is not having my dad in my life which is a complicated thing because whenever I say that a lot of people will go but you do have your dad in your life and where my dad is involved in my life he wasn't involved in the raising me aspect of it he lived a thousand miles away in a different state I saw him once, twice a year, or he traveled for work. So whenever he would be close, he would stop by. But it wasn't like I would come home to my dad every night or even just come home and see my dad every weekend. Mm -hmm. Like it was so like spaced out. And as a kid, you don't think anything is different because every kid thinks that like how their life is, is that's just normal. Mm -hmm. And then growing up and realizing that no that is not normal and not to say that divorce isn't normal or your parents being separated isn't normal because today like in this day and age that is very normal but like i have people directly in my life that i see co-parent and do it well Mm. my dad wasn't a parent right like he was my dad and he loves me and he was in my life but he wasn't at the same time Mm -hmm. so i think that's probably the first biggest one because of how I explained what it is. Like, that mm-hmm. makes you change your worldview. It makes you change every piece of who you are. Because, mm-hmm. like, looking back on that, I now realize that I have the mindset of, like, when I have children, I don't necessarily need to be married. It would be nice, obviously, but I don't even know if I want to be married. 
But the main thing for me is if I have kids is that I want their father or my partner, whoever it would be, to stay to to have the confidence that they will stay in their life if we separate. If they will be a good parent to them and be around even if we separate. Mm. Or that just changes your whole worldview, right? So if you grow up with parents that were together the whole time, your thing might be like, oh, well, I need to find the perfect person so that we can stay together to raise our kids. Mm. Because I have the exact opposite of that. Mm. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, so when did you notice or discover this beginning of your trauma journey? Well, <laughs> the the one with my grandmother was was probably like the catalyst and then sometimes when I tell people stories of my life they it really sounds fake like it sounds like <laughs> it was just written as like a mystery horror show because um, I like like I just said I lost my grandmother at 16 she died of pancreatic cancer so she died she was diagnosed and died within months of each other. It was like, bam, bam, bam. You have no time to figure it out. You're going to lose her. And then she's gone. Like that sucked. Mm. I sucked real bad. Um, then <laughs> like four days after she died, right before her services, um, my entire family went out to dinner and I mean my entire family, like, mm-hmm. um, my mom was there, my dad, my sister's dad, my sister, my one aunt and her husband and kids, my other aunt and her husband and kids. Um, and I went to go put something in the car in the parking lot and was robbed at gunpoint. So oh my gosh. I thought obviously everyone was fine. Never caught him, but that is something that has stuck with me forever. And I didn't even realize it at the time because at the time I'm 16, I'm like this big, bad human nobody can tell me anything i know everything i didn't die so i'm fine i'm great i'm strong and it also got kind of like swept under the rug of well mimi just died and i didn't bring it to attention on my own volition because i was like i don't want to take the moment away from Mm -hmm. everyone in my life everyone in my family grieving the loss of this woman because it's been what eight years six years i can't do math it was 2014 eight years Mm -hmm. and we're still grieving her so i pushed it under the rug myself and then later on in life was like oh (laughs) like i this is affecting every aspect of my life right Mm -hmm. like i get nervous walking to my car at my restaurant job because I'm there until midnight sometimes, and I may or may not have a lot of cash on me, but people don't know that. So just walking from the back door to my car gives me extreme anxiety. So like, that comes from that, obviously. Mm-hmm. So then realizing that was like, oh crap. Mm-hmm. But the 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 one that like really pushed me into like the whole like journey of it and trying to heal from all of it um, was I went to visit and how like graphic can I be on here? Um, I would say hit the major points if it's if it's um... not like graphic discussion, but like words. Do you like censor any of them? Um, 
the words. I don't censor words. Okay. I would say then, speak well, freely, well, just, you know, mindfully. Um, so I went to Florida, I was visiting a friend of mine, and I was sexually assaulted while down there. Okay. Which, the reason I asked that question is because it's really hard for me to use the word raped. I don't like that word either. I can't do that word. Yeah. Which is like a double thing for me, because mm-hmm. I've always stuck to sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. Me too. But I do that to diminish the situation for myself. Mm. I want to use, like, the smallest word possible to explain it because I don't feel like I'm worthy of using the other word because of the trauma. Because of what it was, it was a woman. So to me, I'm like, oh, well, it was a woman, then it wasn't that bad. It's like, no, it doesn't. None of that matters. Mm -hmm. It happened to you. It is that bad. No one else's situation matters. No one else's opinions matter on it. You know what happened to you. And it classifies as that thing, as that word. Mm-hmm. So you should be able to do But that's the one that was like, I came home from that and was like, okay, I gotta work on this. Mm. Like I gotta I gotta sit down and really think about what the big ones are, like mm-hmm. those real big huge ones and start to dismantle those because if I don't like I was 21 at the time and I was like if I don't I'm my entire world is going to fall apart Mm. my life is going to fall apart Mm. because you can only take so much as a human being you Mm. can be like the strongest person in the entire world you can be the most hard-headed with all the information and all the tools and all the coping mechanisms but you can only take so much Mm. like you only go through hard things and go no I'm fine so many times before then, you stub your toe and you lose your mind because you can't handle the little things because you've been pushing off the big ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the one that really like set me on the line of like, you know, we need to figure this out. Mm-hmm. To learn, we need to educate ourselves on what all of this entails and you know, figure it out. Wow, I did not know how heavy this topic was going to be. Um, I knew it was going to be heavy, but, like... It's trauma, it, girl. Yeah. It? So, it's it's very interesting, like, your perspective on the R word. I'm going to design in. Please, just... I don't like that word. I can't hear that word. It triggers me hearing that word. Okay. Um, but I, I, I see your perspective, and it's really interesting to, like, hear your perspective on it. Um, and... I am just going to say that you are worthy to, like, thank you for, like, coming on here and, like, sharing your story, one, on my podcast, um, two, as, like, another survivor, like, I appreciate it, I hear you and I see you, um, and three, like, you are so strong and powerful, again, for, like, coming on here, like, this is a big step for, like, you and, like, many other women, this is going to be empowering, like, to see this unravel, um, so just, like, thank you for that. Uh, so many things. Um, it's hard, right? And and a, a complete side note, but kind of in the same vein. Um, like, also, I hear you. And one on the rest of this podcast, but also in life now, because mm-hmm. I do know you personally, mm-hmm. like, outside of the podcast. Now I have that information, and I appreciate you, like, saying that, because I've heard of your story a little bit, but I didn't know that that word was so triggering to you. Mm-hmm. Like... Don't ever be afraid to tell people, like, yeah, don't use that one because that is going to damage me more than it needs to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's crazy, like, how 
people can have such similar situations but have such completely different reactions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it it damaged them in different ways mm-hmm. and I love that because we're able I mean both of us it sounds like we've there's been a decent amount of time to have our own healing just time is healing in itself to be able to talk about you know specifically this type of topic without um not fully reliving it I mean like obviously you know what happened but like you you can use it to um help educate rather than like oh my gosh like this thing happened like yes it happened but I'm not gonna let it like be the dictator of how I'm going to react type of thing like with the rest of your life type of thing yeah so it's really hard because like so so many different situations are learning experiences right yeah and even you saying like no you are worthy Mm -hmm. just real quick to boil it down no matter what any extra circumstances are if you said no or aren't capable of saying yes that's assault Mm mm-hmm I don't care what extenuating circumstances there was. Everyone has different ones, right? But if at some point you stopped saying yes, you're incapable of saying yes, or you said no, end of sen- end of like end of conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That that's when it crosses the line into assault. And I've had to learn that, right? Because I I tried to like make excuses and oh it wasn't that bad or I but I did this but whatever 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 Mm -hmm. right but like no is no and that's end of the story Mm -hmm. so like taking that and using that to like tell other people like it's not about me at this point right Mm because I've come to terms with it I I know what happened to me I'm working through it in therapy but then to see other people also be in denial because of the extenuating circumstances it's so heartbreaking and so frustrating. Mm-hmm. But to be able to use my own experience to teach other people, like, no, dude, no is no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Point blank. Mm-hmm. And we can't move past that. That's mm-hmm. like the end of the discussion. Mm-hmm. You you just keep hitting the nail right on the head with that. I love the way you're saying that. So, like, I, I just really appreciate speaking to somebody who has also had very similar um experiences and is growing from them like that's that's what I'm trying to always do all the time it's like yeah this thing happened and after I sit with it I feel with it I deal with all the emotions like I'm like I'm gonna grow now like I always am just I'm gonna choose to grow because I mean what else is there to do no no other option like crosses my mind like oh I'm gonna be stuck no I'm not why would I want to do that um (laughs) It's pretty much either I'm going to burn in a dumpster fire and my life will be over at this moment or I need to find a way. Yeah. And it's not, it's not always like the, I hate the trope of like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and keep on trucking. No, (laughs) absolutely not. Mm -hmm. It, if that works for you, that works for you. But moving on doesn't have to be, oh, everything is better. I'm fixed. My brain is better. Mm -hmm. Moving on is literally one step at a time. Mm -hmm. Just waking up and doing what you need to do that day. Mm -hmm. And if you're having a hard week, then you only do the basics. And if you're having an okay week, then you do all the extra stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like you do like, you clean the baseboards instead of just cleaning the toilet, right? Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't have to be, oh, it's over. I'm over it. Let's move on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like because so many of these traumas that I've mentioned are things that happened my entire life 
just because I'm 24 doesn't mean I'm over them Mm -hmm. because they've affected who I am. They've affected like the core of my being, of my personality, of my morals, of my political views, like every Mm -hmm. piece of who I am. And I think that's what I was saying earlier too, or like what, what this whole thing is, is that trauma sucks. It hurts. It's not good. But it it does make you who you are. Mm -hmm. Whether that's for a bad reason or a good reason, it makes you who you are. And I think that's what has made everything so much easier is just being able to look at a situation and say, what did I learn from this? And not even in a, like, oh, what did I do wrong? Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. What did I learn from it? What did it teach me about the world? And how can I move on with that? Mm -hmm. How can I become a better person because of that? Which sounds so cheesy, right? Like, oh, my trauma made me stronger. No, it doesn't. It, it tears you down. But you got to find something, right? Like, you have to find some kind of meaning out of everything. Or you will literally burn in a dumpster fire and mm-hmm. your life will be over. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm 24. I'm not ready for my life to be over yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love... Just, like rewind that if you guys didn't hear that and just like listen to that part again because that just hit home for me like so many visuals just ran through my mind I was like oh yeah 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 um, you got the little montage going <laughs> in your yeah so um you kind of did already like give a sequence of like questions to help people shift their mindset but I'll ask you what are your three or five go-to things that you use or that helped you heal with your journey mm-hmm. Outside of therapy, because we already covered that. Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of, like, what I did before therapy, right? hmm I think just the, the biggest thing, I can't even really think of anything else, but, like, the biggest thing is just to give grace to yourself, give mm-hmm. forgiveness to yourself. Like, it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. No matter, even if you've got yourself in that situation, right? Even take a car accident, for example. Even if, like, you put yourself in the situation to be in that car accident, it's not your fault. Even if, like, legally it was deemed your fault. But what I mean is you didn't do it on purpose. You didn't, like, set out for these bad things to happen to you. It's not your fault. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to blame yourself. You don't have to, like, destroy yourself in your own brain. Like, just give grace and give forgiveness. And even if you really do want to say it's your fault, forgive yourself because it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like it sounds so dumb, right? But like, it doesn't matter. Like I've gotten in car accidents and they don't matter. I'm here. I'm alive. That's such a weird example. I don't know why that was the first thing that popped in my head, but just, just to give yourself forgiveness and to, to, to wake up every day and start over. It doesn't have to be an extension of what happened yesterday. It doesn't have to be a redo of what happened yesterday. But every single time you open your eyes, I don't care if you wake up at 6 in the morning, I don't care if you wake up at 4 p.m. in the afternoon. You woke up, and that's when you get to start. So just give forgiveness to yourself. And then also, another one that has helped me a lot, a lot a lot that I didn't realize I was doing actually until I got in therapy and then she was like yeah I was gonna tell you to do this but you're kind of already doing it is change the rules there are no rules to life I'm not a morning I'm not a morning person I can't wake up early I struggle with it a lot so I work a nighttime job 
Mm-hmm. I work a job that I don't have to be there until two, three, four in the afternoon. And even my early shifts, I put quotation marks in that, are 12. Like, that's not early. Mm-hmm. Change the rules. If you don't like driving a certain road because you had a car accident on that, on that road and it's triggering for you, go the other way. Maybe it'll take 10 more minutes, but find the podcast you like. And now you take a longer drive to work and it's a relaxation time, right? Mm-hmm. change the rules none of it matters none of it matters not one thing that you think <laughs> is like a rule of how you're supposed to live life actually matters do what you need to do mm-hmm. like for a long time I brush my teeth in the shower it's hard for me to remember to do it outside of the shower but I just have like a little travel toothbrush in there and it hangs on one of my little hooks and every time I get in the shower I'm guaranteed to brush my teeth mm-hmm. that's like one of the biggest depression things of like getting out of depression is trying to like do all of your like daily things but that one i'm not kidding you life-changing <laughs> because now i think about oh well if i was taking a shower today i would have brushed my teeth and it's an immediate like well then get up and go do it mm-hmm. like it's like tricked me into thinking about it even mm-hmm. if i'm not in the shower mm-hmm. so just those are I, i'm gonna stick with those two is give yourself forgiveness and change the rules mm-hmm. make the rules fit you mm-hmm. I'm going to recap what the takeaways I got from that again, um, just, just for the listeners to hear that again. So it's give yourself grace, give yourself forgiveness, um, start every day brand new, and change the rules. So I love that. <laughs> I like how you said it. Change the rules. Yeah. Um, so if you don't mind, can you share with the listeners um, how to get connected with you? Um, ugh, I don't like use social media at all, really, for anything. <laughs> um, I probably use Facebook the most. But honestly, if you want to find me on anything, it's K33LYNARI3 on everything. I think you can find me on Facebook like that, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, or all that. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on and sharing your story. I appreciate you so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was weird but exciting very good i told you guys this was going to be a heavy topic (laughs) trauma usually is but i never know where the episodes are going to go when i have a guest reach out to me to be on the podcast and i love that i'm having more people apply to be on because you guys know i love having engaged conversations I love having guests come on and share their experience, their perspective, their wisdom, and all the knowledge that they have with you guys. So after this episode, I'm just so thankful and so grateful to be the source to host um, the real exposure to Keely's journey and sharing her story and also not only the story of some of the trauma she's experienced, but how she's handled it and how she's healed and recovered and I love that she has done the work to really heal and show up for herself so if this is not encouraging you to start your journey (laughs) um, there is no pressure you can start your journey whenever the time will never run out because healing is never ending I'm healing every day from days years months whatever prior Um, the story is not linear. The healing process will never be. 
it will be a roller coaster. You'll have your good and bad days. So, again, give yourself grace. Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of Battle of the Mind. Please keep in mind, if you did enjoy this episode, please let me know. You can leave a review. You can screenshot and share to your socials and tag me so that I can see the impact it's making for you. You can just slide into my DMs on any of my socials. The links will be in the description. I would love to get connected with you and hear how these episodes are making an impact in your life. Again, just thank you so much for bringing me along in your day. I appreciate you. I am grateful for you. And I'm excited for you to make these shifts for yourself so that you can create a life you love. If you would like more support in any of the things we're talking about on the podcast, please feel free to visit the website. It is www.tthelevelupcoach.com. There are so many goodies there for you guys. I have quick, easy, accessible downloads for you guys from affirmations to mantras, so much more. Please use those. They are created for you to support you and help you create a alignment with yourself, create an abundance in your life, and to accept yourself as you are. I am sending you so much love this week, and I cannot wait for the next episode. Until then, bye!